There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Welcome to Web Crawlers mini episodes. Today I'm really excited because uh, we have a special guest um, who we will introduce when he pops in. Today we are doing fast food urban legends. And this all stems from when producer Maria started talking to us about the McDonald's uh, spoons. And we got so much great feedback about that that we decided to talk about some more urban legends that we know of. We had a lot of people telling us what the flurry spoon does, and we know that it mixes the 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 flurry. It mixes the flurry, yes. So we found some <laughs> other flurry. stuff. It mixes a McFlurry. Yeah, the McFlurry. You guys just calling it a McDonald's flurry? <laughs> you guys sound like you're from another planet. You sound like <laughs> aliens talking about McDonald's. You know, I've I've only had the McFlurry maybe maybe once. It's a good time. That's pretty wild. It's really good. I don't know. I don't know anything about it, really. They're so good. So here are some urban legends. The first one, I talked about this last time, is the McDonald's nuggets, chicken nuggets being made out of pink goo. If you can look on YouTube and find like videos of this. So basically, I like want to throw up eating this. I mean, (laughs) reading this and eating it. Basically, the entire chicken is smashed and pressed through a sieve. Oh my, I honestly, you read this one. So the whole, the chicken, (laughs) this is what happened. Everyone needs to, this is the reality of eating meat, everyone. this is why people always find bird beaks in their nuggets. Because they're saying the whole chicken, everything is 
push through this thing. Say the words that you have written down in here. The bones, the eyes, the guts, the beaks, and it all they say they put it through the thing and it all comes out as just a big mush thing. But that doesn't make sense. So the feathers do? This is what the rumor is. And so people say because it's crawling with bacteria, it will be washed with ammonia, this goo, and then they soak it in it. And then because it tastes gross, it'll be reflavored artificially. Then because it's weirdly pink, it'll be dyed with artificial color. This sounds like so much work. This sounds yeah, like that too sounds much work. crazy. And there's McDonald's said while the widely circulated photo of said pink product was actually a food they served, it was mechanically separated hamburger meat, not chicken in the photo. That's not any better. I know. And while McDonald's was using mechanically separated chicken for some time, it's been using exclusively white meat chicken since 2003. So the picture... Oh my God, that makes me The picture that. looks like it's like a strawberry milkshake. It, I thought that, I remember when that did the rounds on the yeah. internet, I was like, oh yeah, McDonald's strawberry milkshake. And then someone was like, this is what the chicken nuggets are made out of. And I wanted to die. And then they're saying the way, their way they're doing damage control is like, oh no, this is actually our hamburger. Like, no, thank you, babe. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's all gross. Why can't they just sell regular chicken nuggets? Why do they have to do this? Because it's probably too expensive. It's probably way cheaper to yeah. just be like, here's some bones and eyes here's the leftovers and let's grind them together for a chicken nugget well what about i don't think they would put like the eyes and the beaks and the bones in there someone found i know someone who has a story of finding a beak in their chicken nugget is it craig no but craig can tell you what's going on with those nuggets uh-oh. After we talk to my friend, we need to get Craig on, too. Yeah, he'll because he worked at McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Burger King. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. He knows the behind-the-scenes scoop. All the ins and outs. Another thing is McDonald's food doesn't rot. Most people attribute the recent hysteria surrounding this is- issue to a 2016 Facebook post by Jennifer Lovedall. Oh, God. Sorry, I'm looking at pictures. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at chicken nugget pictures. Yeah. Oh, don't do it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it makes me honestly gag. Um, she wrote, it's been six years since I bought this Happy Meal at McDonald's. It's been sitting in our office this whole time and has not rotted, molded, or decomposed at all. It smells only of cardboard. We did this experiment to show our patients how unhealthy this food is, especially for our growing children. There are so many chemicals in this food. Choose real food, apples, bananas, carrots, celery. Those are real fast food. Yeah, but those taste like shit. (laughs) Yeah, celery? No, thank you. <laughs> ben- bananas are good. Bananas. Bananas. Yeah, bananas are fine, but they're not chicken nuggets dipped in sweet and sour sauce. They're not. I mean, true that. <laughs> so from Ripley's Ripley's dot com, food often doesn't rot, grow mold, or decompose under the right conditions, and it has very little to do with the preservatives, chemicals, or other ingredients in it. I mean, I feel like that's not true. I feel like the food in my refrigerator like is always going moldy. <laughs> In truth, the ability to break down through rot or decay occurs because of moisture. 
So there's not good moisture in my fridge. If food has moisture in it, it is much more likely to decay as it has a capability to grow the mold and bacteria that will eventually cause a breakdown. That makes sense. If there is no moisture in the environment, however, and if the food itself does not contain lots of moisture, let's say if it's a a hamburger char-grilled to perfection, it probably won't go, go through these effects. On the blog Serious Eats in an article titled Burger Lab Revisiting the Myth of the 12-Year-Old Burger That Just Won't Rot, it says most of these posts lacked one very important thing when it came to scientific studies, more than one single data point. As a result, they created a much more scientific study using both McDonald's and homemade burgers in different combinations to see which would rot or and which would not. The experiment showed that none of the burgers, when left alone in a dry environment, rotted whether they were from a drive-thru or not. Mm. I don't believe it. However, a McDonald's burger and a homemade burger that were stored in Ziploc bags did rot. This occurred because the bag managed to trap enough moisture inside so the food would be able to grow mold and eventually decompose. People believe these rumors so intensely that for a while, McDonald's website even included a section about why their food doesn't rot. But the truth is, oh, ew. But yeah. the truth is almost everything can avoid rotting under the right conditions, including human bodies. So they're saying it's basically moisture that causes mold and bacteria, which makes sense. And if so, and if most food is left out in a dry condition, it won't grow mold or bacteria? I mean, bread gets moldy. Avocados get moldy. Weird. Yeah. I know one thing is that this episode got stale. Damn, girl. I'm wow. kidding, you guys. Can you take a joke? God. No. Maria, we don't joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the KFC fast food conspiracy. The, the one where they can't say chicken anymore they just say kfc because they use mutant chemically engineered birds that can no longer be classified as chickens have you heard that rumor it started around 1999 the rumor says these so-called chickens are kept alive by tubes inserted into their bodies to pump blood and nutrients throughout their structure they have no beaks no feathers and no feet Their bone structure is dramatically shrunk to get more meat out of them, and the government has told them to change all their menus so they do not say chicken anywhere. Is this true? No, it's not. The reason they changed the name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC was to shy away from the word fried for potential health-conscious patrons. That's what they said. They changed from KFC or Kentucky Fried Kentucky Fried Chicken, like you're not thinking you're eating healthy, so why why not yeah, lean into so it? So stupid. And those mashed potatoes are oh. so good. Popeyes is pretty good oh my too. God. Yeah, Popeyes is good. Uh, do the finger one. This is my favorite one. The finger in the Wendy's chili. In 2005, Anna Ayla said she found a severed finger in Wendy's chili. And she sued them. (laughs) But during the investigation, they found that Anna had made made numerous lawsuits against retail establishments. And then they found out the finger was from Anna's friend who lost it working at an asphalt company. And he sold the finger to Anna's husband to settle some debts. 
What kind of debts are you like, here's my finger? This sounds like something I would do, honestly. Because Anna sounds cool. I would do this because I always like a refund. And like if something's not perfect, like I want my refund, it's something I would do. So she ended up being sued for $2.5 million for losses in Wendy's revenue because people stopped eating there. And she was sentenced to nine years in prison. What? Nine years? Yes. Didn't we talk the other day That's about more the, than if you human traffic exactly. someone. Yes. That's nuts. Wow. That's nine years. And if you traffic a human, you get like six months. <laughs> wow. That's this crazy. country is messed up. Yeah. Is there, there should be a documentary about this. Um, so this is a crazy one. Subway opened a franchise <laughs> in an elephant graveyard. So according to Thought Catalog, <laughs> Subway has opened franchises in a variety of unusual locations, including gas stations, churches, an offshore oil rig, the International Space Station, inside of a Quiznos, and the, Cher- the Chernobyl Reactor 4, and Elephant Graveyard, and the alleyway between two other Subway restaurants. Is that true? But then upon reading this article, we realized... It's, it's a, a fake, fake article. article. Oh. But someone quoted it as real. Some there, it's Some website quoted it, and I was like, wait a minute. They opened in a space station in Chernobyl. This is not real. <laughs> yeah, I texted. I texted uh, Melissa, being like, "There's a subway built in an elephant graveyard," and she was like, um, "This is a fake article." Well, I thought. I Which thought is it was why real. We're so lucky to have a fact checker. <laughs> so, in a few minutes, we're going to have um, my friend on. He's my neighbor. His name, what if that was it? That was his only qualification. (laughs) His name is Morgan Freed. For any of you kids out there, uh, he is uh, the creator of Emo Night. And so he does all that weird stuff. He also makes videos for for like uh, Mark Hoppus of Blink-182. Okay, Uh, you've got my attention. Now, now we're listening. <laughs> but his first, his first career was oddly as a food scientist. Wow! And he has shared some weird stories with me about um, food science stuff and like what what that even means and entails. So he's going to get on the horn and talk to us about about some of these fast food rumors and like what it means to be a food scientist and what kind of weird stuff um, companies ask for and how you even get this stuff done. So, well, that's exciting. He's in the waiting room. Let him in. Oh my God. That was perfect timing. Let him in. Morgan, that's Melissa and Maria. Hello. Nice to meet you. How are you? It's so good to see you, my beautiful baby boy. (laughs) Oh, I, how's this, my beard coming in and everything is like. It's good. It's nice. Your hair's getting long. You never, I never realized like how Jewy I am until like I can't (laughs) get like a haircut or like get anything. (laughs) Can't get a nose job. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) I have been looking at myself for three straight months or however long we've been doing this. I like, I've grown to hate myself much more. It's so hard. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So anyways, basically our episode is about um, food urban legends. 
Um, so I'm just going to ask you questions about those. Okay. Yeah. But so wait, like, how did you start? Like what, what else have you talked about though? Like, okay. So we talked about how, how the McDonald's, the McDonald's chicken nuggets are pink goo. Are you saying pink goo? Pink goo, goo. Like, like goo, like a like an oozy goo. Like they they put the whole chicken. Oh, oh, oh yes, 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 and then like grind it up, and, and then, then like it comes it out as like a pink liquidy goo stuff. Yes, I like Google it. See. Have you have you googled it before? No, but I did do something for McDonald's <gasps> that I, I I can't wait to tell you. So we did that. We did KFC can't call their chickens chicken. Because they they genetically breed their chickens to like not have beaks or feathers or feet. <laughs> is that real? Is no, that real? it's not. They changed it to get like the fried out of it. <laughs> They're just big body, like chicken bodies with no other organs. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it's just like a ball. It's like a ball of Ew, feathers. So like, gross. I don't know if that's like. I feel like we would have definitely seen They're that. They're all hooked up to like IVs, like in a row. It's like a <laughs> yeah. hospital ward. Oh, and then um, and then the McDonald's food doesn't rot. That was one. That is something that I have to talk to you about. That's okay, that okay, okay. About. I haven't heard, I've heard all of the ones besides the KFC one, which is fucking insane for somebody to make, like for, for somebody to make up. Like that's like a crazy yeah. thing for somebody to make. It's like a like chain email from the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Like you would have definitely seen of like balls of feathers like, yeah. lined up. You would like, that would have been like out there. Look at this. Taco Bell's ground beef contains horse meat. It's Right, that's actually true. I yeah, think. it says one percent horse meat is in the Taco Bell. Ooh, really? Yeah, which is like, here's the fucking thing. Like, what? Like, I understand. Like, yes, that's di- it's like a different thing. <laughs> but like, like the rest of the world eats the weirdest shit in the entire world. Yeah. Like what? Right. Like why would why? And also like why would only one percent be horse meat? It doesn't make any sense. Maybe because like, it's in just, the same factory. As like where maybe, horse meats like, press? I don't know. Maybe it's just like in yeah, like how they do like when they make like desserts and they go like, hey, this may contain trace right. amount of peanuts or something like this may contain contain trace amounts. <laughs> trace of amount horse. of horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think the KFC thing might be real. It's, it can't be real. This can't, can't be real. I just you, I'm sending you guys pictures. I know. I accidentally sent one of you a picture that isn't the right picture. I meant to send. <laughs> you sent us a beautiful bouquet of flowers. I know that. No, I don't like that bird. I don't like that bird at all. Okay, like I'm sure, I am sure that they're doing something terrible, right? Like in order to make that much food, you have to sure. It's the it's the same thing for like all of these like giant companies. Like in order to produce like that much product, you have to make do terrible shit in order to like get get the the mass quantity of like things to the public. Yeah. Like you can't like you're you're not using like organic right. Foods, right? Like you're True. so it's oh, like wait, wait, let's not talk about it too much. Let's okay. All right, all right. Morgan, hi, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um will you introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, I'm Morgan. I'm your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> He's everyone's neighbor. <laughs> You're like Mr. Rogers. Um also one thing that's cool about you is you used to be a food scientist, no? I did. I was that. That is a thing that not a lot of people know about me. How do you get to be a food scientist? 
I'll tell you, my dad owned a hydrocolloid company. What's that? So hydrocolloids are like food stabilizer. Like, so hydro, if you just take the, part, the word apart, it's like hydro water and then colloid to like combine. So essentially it would like, you know, those, um, if you look on the back of like fucking, um, is, can I, can we swear? Yeah. On, yeah. On the oh yes. So <laughs> Fuck yeah, like, <laughs> on the, on the, on like the back of like a, like hot sauces where it says like xanthan or guar gum or like things where you're like, that looks weird. I don't know what that is and why is it in there? It was yeah. stuff like that. So we did customly designed for specific products. Like we would make custom blends for specific products for like specific applications. Whoa, so I worked that's in the so food. crazy. It was really, really, really cool. And like, I never really worked with my dad because he was like the, like he was off doing shit. I worked in like the, the lab, like I was worked in like research and development. So did you um, have to wear a lab coat? I did have to wear a lab coat. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> do you have yeah. any pictures of you in the lab coat? <laughs> I'm sure that they do somewhere. I'm sure they do do somewhere, but like, it was mainly, it was a lot of like, um, it was like a lot of quality control. Like I got to do a lot of like the bullshit quality control stuff, like just making sure things were consistent and like mm-hmm. making sure that the That's products so that we got in or yeah. And like, so basically what we would do is like you use those products in like a very small amount. Like, so like even it has to say that it's in the ingredients, but really you're using them at like oh. 0.002%. Oh, right. Yeah. Like it's not like, it's not like a main fucking ingredient. Right. right. Like, so usually when they, put like the ingredients on something, it goes from like what's in there the most to what's in there the, the least. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, if it's like a hot sauce, you'll see like water as the main ingredient because that's like the right. thing that they use most. Like, and then vinegar and then like salt and then what pepper. And then, you know, far along down the line, you'll see like xanthan or guar and which those things sound scary, but they're, a lot of them are just like derivatives of seaweed or sap. Um, oh, there are man-made, really? yeah, yeah, that's it. Like guar is just for sap and xanthan is just literally fucking seaweed. Like that, that's it. Uh-huh. Like, eh. and then there's other ones that are man-made that are definitely man-made. But again, my, if my dad hears this, he's going to kick my ass. Like, <laughs> How do you not remember this? Does your dad but, listen to our podcast? <laughs> he's one of the biggest fans. <laughs> I told him I was doing this and he, he was like, oh my God, I can't <laughs> It was like something called like CMC, which is like, we whatever, you're the fuck. Okay. Smart. I, I'm not smart. I forgot all of this. <laughs> it's a lot of shit to remember. A lot of weird words to remember. Yeah. I, I mean, for somebody like me, like who do, I don't remember like anything. Mm-hmm. And like my brain is made of mashed potatoes because it's like heroin <laughs> and alcohol. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cool. I mean, like don't remember any of this shit. So it was like, dude, yeah, like, Morgan's the, the number one preeminent scientist who also did a lot of heroin. <laughs> yeah. I was really like, it made me like very, like, I was like, Oh, I was like really good at it. It. that was the thing i was like very good at it like you're like um did you watch what's that documentary we recommended that we that we all like how to fix a drug scandal how to fix a drug scandal where the girl was doing meth in the lab but it also made her really good a really good pharmacist yeah for like 10 years yeah i mean really mm-hmm. she was just like doing meth and like it made her like dude here's the fucking thing sometimes when you do drugs and you drink, you get your, you're good at stuff. Like, you're, 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 you're you're, like, that's something that they don't tell you. They're like, oh, your life, like, yeah, sure, you like ruin your entire life. But like, also in a lot of ways, like, it makes you good at things that are like that, like, like, Like when I took ecstasy, I was really good at dancing. 
<laughs> and then a lot of it is a, a lot of it is illusion. Like a lot of it is like I feel like I'm really good at this. Right. And like you drink, and you're, you drink and you're like I can rap now. And then like if you listen, to it, you know, like things like that. It's just like that, some of it doesn't like work out. You know. True. Um. So did you ever have to? Did you have to do food science stuff for like for like fast food chains or or yeah. food chains people? Okay. So explain that. What was that about? All right. So the my biggest claim to fame, like my biggest, like the most, the thing that I've like, I think that my biggest accomplishment in my entire life was like I I fixed bagel bites. And <laughs> what? I forgot about this. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what is that? Mean? So like. Okay, so like, so what what that means is that in the, this is what I assume happened. <laughs> so like in the Midwest, right? Like or whatever. I'm sure this is where like Bagel Bites is getting their most emails from, like the most amount of emails from. We're like, they're like, hey, when we put Bagel Bites in the in the microwave, like the sauce, like it ex- like it comes out. You know, like it's in my microwave and it's making my microwave dirty. So like they got like enough <laughs> complaints where they like Bagel Bites contacted my dad's company and they were like, "Can you fix this? Because people are like start, starting to be bummed that like the sauce is just put paper towel on top." You would think it would be that simple, right? But it's not. <laughs> okay. So like, and that's the and that's and that's the whole other side of this is like there is such a humongous there's such a humongous industry for things that like we like this where we just don't even think about so like yeah what i tried to do which i did do was when usually when things heat up they get they get softer and they melt right so like what we wanted to do was when it got when it heated up it would solidify so it would instead of like melt so it would just crazy yeah yeah right so like that it, it did the opposite thing so essentially and that obviously they're not a organic product so it didn't matter yeah if like <laughs> we used like man-made um gums and in in like the in like the grand scheme of things you're using it at like point something percent right. like it's not right. like great it's not a crazy thing like a lot of the stuff we like see like you, you, uh, the news story could easily spin that into being like like bagel bites yeah. uses uh, in non-organic like fucking shit to make their Cement. shit like not, right yeah like it like it's really easy to spin that stuff but a lot of it like is so like minuscule that like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. and it's all like essentially fiber is what I was working with it was just like solid like soluble fiber oh that's wow good shits. it is yeah like it's fine <laughs> like is the thing so it's like that but yeah so anyway I. Um, I did like a lot of tests on like making sure that like when people heated up bagel bites that it wouldn't explode or not explode, like overflow in the microwave and therefore solving. How, how did you know how to do that? I mean, you didn't go to school to be a scientist. So you just like by working with enough yeah. different things, you were like, if I use this, then I can use this. Right. And then like you have like percentages of things that you like use in com- combination with other things. Right. So like a lot of salts react with it, like a lot of like a lot of like acids react with it. And it's just finding the right combination of like ingredients that make it do the thing that you want to do. That's fascinating. It is it's <laughs> really cool. Like I like really liked it. Mm-hmm. Like it was like really like uh, very cool. And I worked with like some really smart people. Like obviously I did not. I went I did try to go to like school for food science and like cooking and all that shit. Like my you know, I was like 
my obviously I got a little bit of a pass, but the like, you know, for the most part, like they were like, I, I was just like a lab tech and yeah. to the point where like, I was like, let's try this. Like, let's try these things because of like, just in general, like it was half of it was like being created. Right. Was there a chart on like the wall to- or anything that you could like look at? <laughs> like, um, yeah, like n- no, you had to know like what the products did. Okay. Like you had to know like what, what they did. And then like, sometimes when you like mix products with other products, they reacted like in a very different way. And the heat, like a lot of heat, a lot of like temperature, a lot of stuff like that was very, very like, it, it was. A, wow. Yeah. So it was very. A lot of trial very, and like, error. A lot of trial and error, a lot of quality control. And uh, mainly it was me mixing powder into water and testing viscosity. That's like that's cool. Wow. That sounds cool. To make sure, that's so <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, that was what it was. And like there were like these like funny machines, and like it was you know like every little tiny metal piece of equipment was like incredibly expensive that mm-hmm. I would fucking yeah. lose and break all the time. So um, yeah, wow. that's, that's cool. That's what what about, I used to do. I think you told me something once about like McDonald's salad or something. That's it. Yeah. So the one thing that you're right, they try it. So think about like in in general, like what we were talking about, like how massively large their company is and how many people that they have to feed and how much it takes to like get to do all that shit to produce all of it. So like what they wanted was they're like, Hey, we have this like Mandarin orange chicken salad and we'd like it to last (laughs) like two weeks. Can you do that? And so, so which is crazy. Like a salad shouldn't last two weeks. Think about like, No way. But like, so if you think about it, like if you're throwing away all of those salads, like per day or every other day, you're losing millions of dollars. So if you can make something last for a little bit longer, you're, you know, you're saving like what I read, like whatever the fuck you're making, you're saving all of the money that you're spending. (laughs) You're not just like throwing it away. So like what we would do, what I did was try to like, coat the like mandarin oranges with like like powder and then like with like spraying them with liquid and then like drying them out and seeing if they could and same thing with like all the lettuce and we had to do like each individual like ingredient individually and then we tried it all in one and ultimately like it's just not possible to make a salad last longer like right it it probably has to start with how you grow it like i don't think you can do it after the fact yeah Mm -hmm. but there's plenty of companies that are trying to do things like that all the time. Like we are constantly living in that world where they're like, how do we make this, the shelf life last longer? Like, but are they putting like like dangerous, are they using like dangerous chemicals to achieve that? Or is it all organic? No, 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 none of it was organic, but like none of it was dangerous. Right. Okay. Mixing like basically all these like fiber, like Mm -hmm. basically fiber in water yeah. and putting it in a thing and spraying it. Right. Like it's right. gross. Like it is gross. Like no one's saying that it's not disgusting or gross or wrong to do <laughs> because it is, but it's not dangerous. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So huh. like a lot of it's those, unnatural. Yeah. It's completely like, but all of those, all of those things that the way that they make, how do you, why do you think that when we grew up eating like McDonald's, why do you think it tastes exactly the same as it does 20 years ago as it does now. Right. Yeah. Like, that's a good it's, point. It's, it's like, like they have formulated a way to make their shit 
the way it tastes. Yeah. And also, it's like wrecking. It's also like taste recognition, and like also like now at this point, like I like I fucking love McDonald's. Like I never, I rarely eat it, but like is I think it's the best because I know exactly what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Like it never changes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, can you add like addictive properties like to food? Like, can you add stuff to food to make it addictive? Yeah, I mean, so the one thing that I think you can add to something to make it is cocaine. You can add, like, yeah, like you wouldn't want to eat. You know, you wouldn't want to eat. Yeah, like you, you would just want to talk to your friends about like yeah. Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? so, like you'd be like uh, eating a eating a burger and be like, have you heard that guitar solo? Like, but like the one thing that I think that like that I found that you can add to something that was probably the closest to addictive was like msg which is oh right that flavor the way that if you ever have like straight msg it's it's so fucking good is the thing is it just like salty is it yeah it's like intense salt is the best best way i can describe it so like but Mm. there were a lot of like you know they use it in a lot of chinese food um and they use it in a, you know, they use it in a lot of stuff. It's like enhances yeah. flavor. It basically just takes all flavor and enhances flavor. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, it's not good for you. Like right. that's one of those things that's like not good for you. But you're like shit. I, why I want to keep eating this? I think it like essentially like is the umami flavor, like the umami yeah. like mm-hmm. taste. Like that's like the the what it is mainly. What is it made out of though? It's just it's so. <laughs> Mono, it's like monosodium glutamate, which is just like altered salt, right? right. It's like chemically altered salt. So you like, so like, That's it's crazy just, that you know that. Yeah, and I don't know how they make it. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure. It wasn't like that's the thing. Is like some, so like each one of those chemicals that get put into stuff was like a different company and like a different, a different, a whole different side of it. Right. right? So, but I heard, I used to hear stories about, um, and I don't know if this is this is true, but like. I used to hear stories about how um, people in that worked in like Chinese restaurants would like sit on stacks of um, MSG and like they would get cancer. So like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's like, you know, and if you, right. but it's the fucking like, look, that sounds like, like something skins would tell you. Yeah. That does sound like he doesn't. Oh, is that your other neighbor? Yeah. I've talked about our other neighbor, but I haven't called him by name. We have another neighbor who's a conspiracy theorist. He's my best friend, but he's like the biggest, he's like completely like, he's completely like discredited himself in the music industry. Like, and he's like strictly devoted, <laughs> devoted his life to like conspiracy theories. Wow. Stuff, which like, <laughs> wow. So, but yeah, so like, <laughs> cool. like there are things that are like dangerous, you know, if you eat, yeah. you take anything excessively like it's not going to be good for you mm-hmm. it says here that that kfc and chick-fil-a still use msg this is from feb Total- february 2012 2020 yeah i mean i'm sure they have there's a reason why it tastes so good and that's a lot of the reason and i think like since it is like a salt derivative um it also helps with like the preservation of it oh so, right i think i don't know like that's something no, but you can assume because like when yeah. they used to package meats and ship them overseas, like they used to they just use package salt. Them in salt. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so like you can assume that there's some sort of chemical mm-hmm. reaction going on in there that makes it last like 
maybe an extra day. And if you take that extra day, you're saving millions of dollars with how much they're producing. So it's like all this shit that we never had to fucking think about. Like, like you never have to really think about that stuff because it's not our job. We just eat it. But like every single thing in there does its purpose. My, my dad also said that like, I love Amy's. Like I love Amy's like, yeah. Amy's burritos. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, Oh no. Drop. Oh no. My dad said that Amy is a huge bitch. No. (laughs) (laughs) The most controversial of all. Yeah, like wow. he was like you oh. first. He was like Damn, he was like I love bitch. her. He was like I love her food, but like she's like not nice. Oh no, so, that doesn't surprise me. I actually. don't think he. I don't think he said. I don't. I'm mixed. I'm like adjusting his words, but like I remember him being like. I remember him being like. Oh, she's not very nice. Wow. So I in my head, I'm like, wow. she's got to be a huge bitch. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think her. I don't think her shit tastes all that good. Yeah, I like a lot of it. Like, it's it's like it's like the, if I if I buy frozen frozen food, I usually buy. Yeah, I usually, I usually pick Amy's. Amy's because it's like I'm like, I like oh. her enchilada stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is more and more expensive, so it has to be. <laughs> yeah, which is which yeah. is absolutely false. <laughs> That's like, how I think. It's more expensive, to- so it's better for me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> One of the cooler things that I did was I went to um, the dude that used to be the executive chef for Tabasco. Um, he brought us to, uh, the island in like, was it like Louisiana or some shit? Like, I don't know, wherever they make Tabasco. Tabasco Island? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. It's called like Tabasco <laughs> Island. I don't know. But like what they used to do is they, they, the way that they made Tabasco is they used to buy all of the, um, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to buy all the barrels that they. Avery Island. Avery Island. Yeah. So where they used to, where they used to age. Uh, Jack Daniels in so they used to buy all of the old Jack Daniels barrels and so there was just warehouses full of old Jack Daniels barrels that you we would like you could go through open them up and dip a cup in there and get legitimately barrel aged whiskey out of the barrel and that's how they used to salt it yeah so they used to use the barrels that from Jack Daniels to like salt age uh the Tabasco oh that's cool oh my god did you hear? Did you hear that Guy Fieri just donated like twenty million dollars to 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 waiters all around the world? Yeah, like that's awesome. Reason why he's just a fucking hero. Like that guy is so sick. Like <laughs> he's, he's the best. I love Guy Fieri. There's so many awesome and like really inspirational and really like amazing people in like in the food food industry, like Jose Andreas. Who's do he has the world food kitchen? I don't know. <laughs> Look, I've been out of I've been out of the I've been out of the game for a while. I don't know. Jose I've Andreas. The, I don't know the mayor of Flavor Town at this point. <laughs> I'm looking at Google Maps right now. I'm I'm on Avery Island and I've gotta go. <laughs> this place looks awesome. Yeah, we we had like we had like a a, a crawfish bake with like the president of Tabasco. Oh my god! And like, if, yeah, like which crawfish is just like sea trash because like there's like <laughs> tiny, there's like yeah. not enough meat in it to right. like legitimize it as food. Yeah, but they love it there. Like you have to like do a lot of work for so- very little payoff. Mm. It's is like that the, the op- you like suck the head. Ugh. Yeah. So they like do that. <laughs> they like throw them all in like a bucket and like 
boil it and then they give you like corn and potatoes on the side. And it was like, ultimately it's like pretty cool, but it's not like something I would never be like, man, I have a hankering for crawfish. I feel like you have to like put in a lot of work. Yeah. You have to like, it's like a lot of work, you know, and I'm not trying to work more. (laughs) I still, I, you guys, you guys really want me to go? I'm bored. I want to, what else do you want to talk what else do you want? What else do you want to talk more about crawfish? <laughs> we should we should go to this Avery Island. This actually, I'm good. Oh my god, I'm like too. obsessed. It looks beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there's awesome. gators there. Ooh, gators! The best food I ever had was uh, the best meal I've ever had in my entire life was alligator cheesecake in uh, New Orleans. Well, excuse you, alligator what, cheesecake. Yeah, it sounds like a dessert, but it's not. It was like a. Do a they course. melt it an like, alligator? No, I think it's like a, it's a savory dish. I used like to sell not- alligator meat at the fair in Michigan. What, Melissa? What are you talking about? <laughs> she always does this. She always, yeah. She was like, oh yeah, I was a Scientologist for a couple months. Like she'll just like one put month these things out th- just to check it out. So Morgan, where did you get this alligator cheesecake? I'm just looking up at, the, at, at this place. <laughs> at this place called uh, it's spelled Giacomo's, but I think it's pronounced Yakamo's. Right. Okay, I'm looking it's at a, a picture right a- now, and it just tasted spectacular. <laughs> I mean, as far as I remember, like it was the greatest meal that I've had in my life. Like, wow. like you know, when you like when you have that thing and you're like, I'll never have anything like right this good ever, wow. ever again. As far as I remember, that was the greatest meal that I've ever had. What about these? What are you doing since you're not going to the court? <laughs> I ordered a bunch of sour sour candy on Amazon. Uh, that's our local liquor store. I can't go in there because the guy hits on me. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. See, they're they're very nice to me. I go there for like That's because you're not dressing like you're asking for it, like Allie is. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> D- dump it, dumping them out. <laughs> I do as soon as I give them my credit card, I I dump my titties on the on the cash <laughs> register too. <laughs> and I say, Where are your red vines? Um well, Morgan, this is, <laughs> I'll say goodbye again. This has been such a pleasure. Um, if people want to contact you or follow you or do you want to promote anything? No. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. Okay, Thank bye. you. Very nice meeting you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. He's great. What an angel. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, maybe food's crazy, but not that crazy. Yeah, that was interesting hearing about like all those weird ingredients you see on food. I just think it's like chemicals. Yeah, so I think that most of this stuff, because like I'm reading like, like McDonald's uses earthworms in their hamburgers <laughs> and like cow eyeballs and like, so maybe those are really just like all rumors. Like I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Does Craig want to bust in? Yeah, let me go see. Hey, Craig. Hi. So Craig, you, you've, we're talking all about food rumors, conspiracies, and uh, we heard that you worked at McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Burger King. Yes, I did. What was that like? <laughs> well, it was a different time. What years? I don't know what years. It was a while ago. Was late it in sh- uh, Chicago or Illinois? Yeah, suburbs of Chicago, late 80s. Wow. Early, well, late 80s, yeah. Did you ever see anything crazy happen or was it all pretty kosher? Well, I mean, the craziest thing is just making kids do adult work. You know, back then it was, you, it was yeah. like I was 14 and I, I couldn't even see over the counter at McDonald's, like the back counter. And I was making all the food. Like it was crazy. Oh my That's God. Insane. Like 14, like using the grill, like, like <laughs> it's crazy. Burger King was the worst because you had to, um, there was the, you know, they have that flame broil thing, conveyor belt. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then above that, they have these oil traps that, tra- well, grease traps that trap the grease out of the smoke. So, like, every hour and a half on your shift, you know, it was like the shit job to get. So, that the boss would be like, all right, Craig, can you go get those panels? And you'd get up on a chair and reach your hand over a flaming conveyor belt. <laughs> and you could only reach with one arm. And then you had to lift this metal panel out of a, out of like a channel and then carefully thread it downward and the panel weighed easily like 20 25 pounds and it was flaming hot you'd have like towels wrapped around your hand then you'd grab it and you'd have to take it and back hose it down and spray lye all over it yeah it was oh really my crazy. god a huge liability for them oh yeah there, there was not there was no thought given to any of that like it's crazy <laughs> no i it can't be no i don't i no way like it like it was ridiculous. I'd burn my arm hair every every single time. Like it would just fry my arm hair. Oh my god! Yeah, like we were like we'd like help each other wrap towels around our arms, so our arm would just be like this, like uh, rod full of towels. It was pretty funny. Anyway, Jesus Christ! Well, it's not really a conspiracy, but no, but like no, I mean that's pretty bizarre, though. Yeah. And where when you made chicken nuggets? Yeah. Did, like, where, were they frozen or like yeah, they're what? Just frozen. Yeah, they're, they're all just frozen. frozen chicken nuggets, just normal. Yeah, they. <laughs> there's no conspiracy <laughs> there, man. They just come frozen in a bag, and you yeah. open them up, and well, you know, whatever people would order, you'd put in a couple extra, and then you would sneak them up your sleeve and walk in back and eat them. 
in your sleeve. Well, in the winter time, <laughs> we wore long sleeve shirts, but usually it was short sleeve shirt. But yeah, or you'd palm. That's them. fun. So what's the, is it mostly like you're cooking, you're cooking frozen food or, or microwaving or like what's the, what's the, what, what's going on behind the scenes? Uh, microwaves didn't really exist. You know, what's crazy. There's no way McDonald's can do this now because they have, you know, now they have uh, where they make things, you know, how you want it. Back then when you ordered something right. from McDonald's in the drive-thru, if it was custom ordered, they would, you'd pull up to the drive-thru and they'd go, okay, can you pull around front? And you'd park your car and you'd have to wait like four or five minutes and someone would bring your food out to you. Do you remember that? I remember oh. that in the 90s. Okay, yeah, because they didn't have... The, so here's the craziest part. Everything you made, you would, tr- you would make food predicting where, like, what people were going to order. And every seven minutes, all of the food that was in the waiting bin would be thrown out. What? And then at the end of the night... Yeah, dude, it, it's insane. At the end of the night, it was someone's job. It was like this this bin, this garbage thing was only for food that was thrown out after seven minutes. And then someone would go through and count every single burger that was thrown out so you would know, know how much you wasted. I'm like easily two, three hundred burgers a day per location thrown away. Like just oh perfectly fine. Just seven God. minutes away. Yeah, isn't that crazy? No, that was McDonald's. Burger King was see the Burger King had the had the good system because it was they had a conveyor that conveyor belt thing I told you told you about with the flame broiling. Someone would order and then you would just put the frozen things right in the conveyor and it would only take, you know, 30 seconds to go through it to cook it. Right. With McDonald's you had to you you were on a grill so you would put it down and then it would cook for two and a half minutes then you'd flip it and sear it and cook right. another two so it was a whole you know it was a way longer process but yeah uh, like the amount of food it, it, absolutely crazy and they couldn't donate it because then it's like well you donate it and then everyone's going to expect you to do it was a it was really crazy yeah yeah like uh, like hundreds of burgers Whoa. a day that's crazy oh, that's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they must have had to subside that kind of like revenue with having low quality or at least low priced meat. Because if you're throwing away that much meat, you can't really oh, buy yeah. high quality. Yeah, I'm meat. sure. And I'm sure hamburgers back then were probably thirty nine cents, and it maybe cost them a nickel at that level of bulk. Um, you know what's great? I read this thing. I don't know where, but about their French fries, like how they cut so many French fries. You're like, oh well, they press them and slice them into french fry form that's not how they do it they have a like a like a you know all the uh i guess you'd call them like garlic press almost okay yeah picture like razors sticking out of a wall and the potatoes (laughs) are put into like a pneumatic tube and launched at the razors yes that's oh my god that's how i'm i assume all french fries are made like like oh wow they shoot them at the at the at the rate like just and it would just it just fires them like a like a gun and that the force just you know shreds them into fries because they go through so many they couldn't press them it would take it would be too much you know that's amazing holy yeah. shit not a conspiracy again just a cool no but that's a cool it's thing I do have some insider info every single McDonald's you don't realize this. Every single one has a basement that is fully the size of the restaurant underneath, and that's where everything is stored. What? Yeah, every McDonald's you, you go by has. That's actually crazy. Yeah, it's it's no everyone. Yeah, it's cool because you'd go down there and they, 
I mean, it's disgusting now, but we'd go down there, and I used to love pickles, and we'd go down there, and then we'd take like, a ladle, and we'd open the pickle. The pickles come in a five-gallon bucket, and you'd take the top off, and you'd take a ladle, and you'd get some pickles out. And oh, eat the pickle. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. The best thing was we got, wow. I told Maria this, we got uh, 50% off our meals, and then we would make them ourselves. Well, so, you know, they, they, McDonald's never had tomatoes on any of their burgers. And the only, only ones they have now with tomatoes are like, you know, those Angus burgers. But none of the original, yeah. like, uh, quarter pounder, nothing. None of those have tomatoes. So th- we would take tomatoes from the new salad bar thing and put those on the burger with lettuce and make, anyway, it was great. <laughs> I have fond memories of that. I loved working at McDonald's. I really did. Yeah. I really did. I mean, like it was. I was 14 at the time, and to be approved to work back then, you had to get a worker's permit from your high school that says they'd allow you to work. Oh, really? Yeah, and the, only, the stipulation was you could only work 20 hours maximum a week and never over like six hours in a day. Yeah. And under that, under that, those rules, it's not a bad job when you're a kid. It was like, yeah, whatever. A few hours a day. Yeah, I worked at a pizza right. restaurant when I was 16, working like 20 hours a week. Yeah. It was great. It was a fun job. Everyone's it, cool. It's fun back then. Yeah, it's like, because yeah. it's like, it's mostly people your age and you're just screwing around. Yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. really fun. You know, there'll always be like that one prick who's been there 25 years who takes it way too <laughs> seriously. There's always that one. Yeah. Oh, that weirdo guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty well known now, but if you want to make sure you get hot fries at McDonald's, you order them with no salt. I've heard that. See, she's heard that. And then you put your own salt on them. Yeah, you just say no salt, and then they have to cook a fresh batch for you, and then you get them, and they're steaming hot, and you just put salt on them. Mm -hmm. That's great. Oh, shit. Yeah, you always get hot fries that way. Any other hacks? (laughs) No, that's the only one I had. Um, Yeah, no, that's probably... Um, obviously, you know, the French fries used to be cooked in beef tallow. Yeah, that was a yeah. thing. What? And then basically just beef fat lard. That's why they had that smell and that's why they tasted so good. Oh. So what you smell now are chemicals meant to replicate the smell of like 80s beef tallow frying. Oh, yeah. It's what? all chemical smell. Yeah. They do that to man. You don't know. <laughs> 80s. McDonald's fries were a whole other thing. Like I still have thoughts. Like they were, they were way crispier, and obviously oh. they were twice as much saturated. Fat. But then vegetarians found out that they weren't vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean they were like they were like all beef fat. Like they were just dripping in it. But yeah, whatever. wow, they were, they were really great. This is this was perfect. We just wanted a little insider scoop from someone who's been behind the scenes. Did she tell you about the spooners? The Burger King Spooners? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh Uh-oh. This is just another hack. This isn't a... Well, in the late 80s, they came out with these things (laughs) called Spooners. And what it was was, you know, they used to do coffee in styrofoam cups. So a Spooner was just a small styrofoam cup of vanilla ice cream, but before... Or vanilla shake. But before they put the vanilla shake in... You'd put like two scoops of either Heath Bar or Oreo, like crumbled up Oreos, oh. and then they'd fill it with a vanilla shake, and then you'd get it with a spoon. It is the greatest. Get a vanilla shake mm. from any fast food place, preferably <laughs> Burger King, and 
Pour some ground up chocolate candy in there. It's the it's. Uh, Ooh. I still think about it. I, wow, really that sounds so good. No, they're not called spoon. I don't even think they have those toppings anymore. Again, this is back. I mean, I'm older, so <laughs> like this is before, or maybe it's right around. You know, I bet it's right around the time that the Blizzard was invented at Dairy Queen. Oh, the, probably. Yeah. When the blizzard was invented, every, it was such a big deal that every single fast food place started doing ground up can, uh, candy and ice yep. cream. Yeah, it was like a big deal. Oh. Anyway. Blizzards are so good. Oh. Now I want a milkshake. I got one more story. Okay. Lay it on us. This is going to date me, but you can look up this story. It's pretty <laughs> incredible. So in 1984. How old are you? I'm 60. sorry. I, didn't I don't think you're that old. All right, well, thank you. How old are you? 40 something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In 1984, McDonald's sponsored the uh, the Olympics, which were held in Los yeah. Angeles, right? Do you know this story? Well, they don't know it. No. Said it. Well, I, I <laughs> say that in McDonald's. A lot of people of my age will know the story. What happened was they sponsor the Los Angeles Olympics. You know, uh, it's in America. It's a big deal. Mary Lou Retton, all that stuff. They have game pieces. These game mm-hmm. pieces are, you know, if, if our team finish, if the U.S. finishes here, you get a French fry, you get a burger, you get this, right? Right before the Olympics happens, the Cold War is going on. Right before the Olympics happens, Russia drops out and boycotts it. Russia was predicted to win like 60% of the games. So all these events that Russia wasn't participating in, the U.S. won. So oh. all these game pieces were winners, Oh, no. It cost McDonald's something like $100 million in free food that they had to give out because they couldn't recall it. It Oh, no. I have fond memories of me and my friends that summer. Every single day, we would ride our bikes to McDonald's, and we'd go through the garbages and take out (gasps) all the game pieces. We ate McDonald's for like six months straight. Didn't pay. Oh my god! Shakes, fries, big. That's crazy. It it was. Look it up when you can. Go look up. Look up. uh, 1984 McDonald's Olympics fiasco. It's a. It's an amazing. They just threw the game pieces in the garbage, and you knew that. Yeah, so you. They they would come on cups, and people didn't realize what was going on. So me and my friends would like. It, 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 like it was, I can't even tell you, we had stacks of like a hundred <laughs> game pieces. Every single one was a food winner and there was no limit to how many you can claim. So you'd go every wow. meal of the day, you'd get a drink, fries and a Big Mac, like every meal. It was the greatest thing I remember as a kid. Crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. But look it up. Yeah. It's a crazy story. I mean, it, it was, it's considered like one of the biggest corporate fuck ups ever. Like wow. the amount of money it cost them was, yeah, it's, it's a good story though. That's awesome. 84 Olympics, McDonald's fiasco. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ladies. Thanks, Craig. Bye. 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 Wow. What what an episode. We have learned a Seriously, what an episode. Wow. Melissa, if people want to reach us, where can they reach us? You guys can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Reddit and Facebook. We're all over the place. Yes. Thank you to our guests today, Craig and Morgan. Um, and I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. Uh, bye. Bye.
original. Powered by ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 